Busey Wealth Management, we're proud to partner with individuals, families, and foundations, ensuring possibilities become achievements. From preserving and enhancing your assets to securing your legacy for future generations, we're focused on your success. Busey Bank, building business, growing wealth. Since 1868, member FDIC. On what's turned out to be a little, it's a little humid, by the way, but it is uh, turned out to be a little brighter skies in downtown Indianapolis. I'm Terry Stacy, along with Denny Smith. Good morning, Terry Good Lynn. Good morning. morning, Kai. Good morning. Producing today's t- today's show. Uh, guys, they are known as the sacred mushroom, morels, and they grow between March and May. And joining us now is Morel Mushroom Hunter of the Year. Here in Indiana, year. Andrew McLeod. I didn't even know they had it. It's new. That's You're awesome. I just, I just nominated him and he was picked. Your Highness McLeod, welcome <laughs> to the show. Hi, how we doing today? We're doing good. Even better now with your presence. That's right. And I promise you we're not going to ask you any stupid questions like where are the best hunting spots. I mean, I'm not going to do that because I know that that upsets morel mushroom hunters, including myself. You know, we don't want to give away anything, but maybe we'll talk county-wise. But, uh, Andrew, my perception is that it's been a pretty fantastic season, yes? Yeah, it's been kind of a strange season, really, compared to the last five or six. I mean, a lot of times we just get them, they grow you go back, you might find a couple of stragglers, but actually this year, seems like every time I go back to my spots, I'm finding more and more. They're just kind of sporadically popping up with the, uh, I believe we had five days in the 80s there a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and not enough moisture. Did we get a, a good balance of moisture and sunshine for them, Andrew? Well, I believe we had pretty good moisture. It was just kind of the that bipolar Indiana weather, I guess, with <laughs> yeah. the 80 degrees to the 30 degrees. Yeah. yeah. Kind of a roller coaster of a spring there. Bipolar schizophrenic for sure. <laughs> hey, listen, we lost a big bunch of our ash trees. And a lot of people have, you know, they'll tell you they, they find get good finds under elm trees, under ash trees, and every once in a while an apple tree. Is there a specific type of tree that people have gone to since we've lost all the ash trees? Well, I mean... Um, a hard, tried and true tree that's been around for years that a lot of people, unless they just know, is a sycamore tree. Uh, usually, if you get into your sycamores, you're going to find kind of a little bit meatier of a mushroom where the elm trees will push out quite a few. But I feel like my favorite spots to find them are in sycamore patches. If you can find those along a creek bank or wow, something in that general direction but you know you said something about apple trees yeah that there are a lot of people find them in the front yard around their apple trees and the oh. emerald ash borer did a lot of damage a lot of damage uh, andrew like the dutch elm disease back in yes. the you know back yeah. in the 60s you hear a lot of people here my grandma and grandpa used to they came out of the woods with bagfuls of mushrooms well through the years and people getting educated just from the dutch elm disease that's why there was plentiful elm trees back then, and then, then. that went through much like the emerald ash borer, and that's where that came from. But Andrew, now, every every mushroomer, uh, we were trying to tease Kylan because she's never been mushrooming, but every mushroomer has a snake story. So I'm assuming you have at least one good snake story <laughs> as a mushroomer. What's your snake story? 
Well, I, I, I really do not like snakes myself. Um, <laughs> no, me neither. I guess my the best one I have is I was I was hunting some railroad tracks in Morgan County, and um, I kind of came over like an area where tall weeds had grown the year before, and they was kind of <laughs> dead and fell over. <laughs> so there was probably about a six foot black snake, and I mean, as I crested <laughs> the hill, I was kind of face to face with this snake that took off, and yeah, it pretty well scared me good. <laughs> oh, got well. You know, I want to ask you because there are several different if for, for newcomers to morel mushroom hunting. The season is just probably about ending but i still am finding people i think nor- about north of bloomington on up north is where you'll still find some right now right in all di- all the different varieties yeah you're spot on there i mean in morgan county brown county there's still some stragglers out there and they're actually finding really big mushrooms this year because yeah. we kind of equaled out there over the last 10 days on our weather and uh, stayed cool and, and moist so a lot of the late blooming uh, mushrooms um, that quote unquote popped up, uh, grew over that two week period and, and really took on some size. And I actually found probably one of the biggest mushrooms I've found this year, uh, or ever this year. And that was around sycamore trees. So if there's any listeners you're out there. You're bragging on these sycamore well, trees. Well, he's got, I mean, oh, yeah. he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's he's doing. been hunting for a lot of years. A and lot the- of times, uh, the sycamore leaves are huge, you know, so when they fall off the, the trees, they'll, lay down and it's a pretty good bed of uh, leaf they don't deteriorate as quick as an as a oak tree or whatnot and um they hide a little easier and they get to grow a little bigger before people have a tendency to go in there like oh i found mushrooms so they pick baby mushrooms that if they would have just kind of picked the bigger ones and left them if they could in a private spot or an area where they don't think there's any traffic come back a week later you got twice the meal that's how you know you got a real mushroomer right there, Kylan. Well, that was my he's, question. He's a mushroom farmer. Mm-hmm. That's what he is. Yeah, a farmer indeed. I Honestly, the only time I ever went mushroom picking or hunting, sorry, excuse me, That's mushroom right. hunting. <clears throat> mushroom Rookie. hunting. Um, <laughs> I picked the wrong mushroom type of picking. mushroom. Um, she the did. poisonous one. <laughs> yeah. And so not a very good experience in comparison to these mushrooms that you're finding. Andrew McLeod that we're talking to right now, he is part of the Facebook page, Indiana Morel Mushroom Progression. And on it, they post all about these mushrooms that they're finding. And this one is the size of a baby. <laughs> Babies aren't, I mean, big necessarily, but that's like. They're big this year. They really huge. are big. Big as a soda bottle. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So then. For you, do you truly just, if you do find those tiny little ones, like, yeah, you just found a mushroom, but do you personally leave them if you want to try and come back and hope that someone didn't pick them like you yeah, had mentioned? Yeah, it's worth the gamble to me. I mean, odds are if you know that you've hunted a spot for five years and you don't see footprints and you know people's really not getting in there and messing with them, I'll just take a stick and mark them, so mm-hmm. to speak. So to let them grow, and then a week later, I'll come back and take my wife and take her on a guided mushroom hunt. Good Do you ever job. try and hide them? Good job. And they they're, they seriously, they'll double in size. You don't think really they will fast. a lot of times, but they will. I've heard if you haven't used a flashlight, you're not a true morel hunting fanatic. Huh. Some say they glow. I've actually seen a guy on my page there that we created uh, a few friends of ours and my wife, and um they, he was actually out at nighttime hunting mushrooms. I was like, hey, whatever. That's, that's if you know where they grow. If you haven't been cold or wet yeah. well, they or glo- in the dark, I, I'm told then they you're glow. not a real mushroomer. you got to be cold, wet, and you got to be blind.
Yeah. Yep. Have you seen them but glow? Year 2019. I won't carry too long on on personal stories, but 2019 was probably like everybody knows that is like the epic year of mushrooming. Hmm. They would just seem like they was growing everywhere that year, and um, even in spots where you find. 20 people was finding 40 and 50 that year so wow i got to an area where I'd, i've never seen them grow like that and like you said it was wet it was rainy and uh i think i was my, i wasn't blinking because i seen so many mushrooms <laughs> uh, I think my eyes actually kind of got uh almost like your hands get wet in the water yeah. and they get kind of pruned up i think my eyes did that <laughs> Oh my gosh. You know, I know that because of the short season, the value of morel mushrooms uh, is incredible. In fact, last I saw it was about $20 per pound. My sister swaps them for for, uh, for fish uh, when she finds them, and, and they've got a little swap thing going. But the season is coming to a close pretty soon. And, um, well, only, only in Indiana. Well, it, right, it'll, only it'll in move Indiana. North up to- only in Indiana. But for those that are out and about looking, you say we probably got, I know we've got the heat coming next week, some hot temperatures will that kind of end it after that that heat wave we've got coming next week i would say probably after next week it'll be shot down through here that's okay. my guess i mean you never know you got some dark hidey hole in a, in a holler where you find them you might find a few more but usually the heat's what kills it off and then uh, the bacteria that grows on the on the dirt surface will take over the mycelium and Essentially, you just keep them from growing anymore. And you can't freeze them, I don't think, right? You can't yeah, store them away. There is actually a way to preserve it that <gasps> is a perfect way to preserve them, especially if you find good ones and you got too many and you just want them for over the summer when you're grilling. And it's actually a lot easier to cook them that way, I think, than making the mess and frying and then have to clean it all up. And uh, Anyhow, if you just batter them, put them in your skillet like you're going to fry them, just get them barely golden, just flash fry them, put them on a cookie sheet, throw them in your freezer, let them freeze. That's the key. You can't put them in a Ziploc baggie straight out of the pan because they'll just turn into a dough ball. Let them freeze in that freezer, pull them out, put them in a Ziploc once they're fully frozen. And then as as the summer goes along, you can just grab a few out and throw them straight into hot grease. Don't thaw them out and cook them. Wow. I didn't know you could do that. I didn't know you could save them that way. That's awesome. Okay, and they will they will last for a year because I I have I have kept them a year That's and fantastic. then. Fantastic! My favorite you, my favorite way to eat them, Terry, is a mushroom sandwich with a banana and lots of mayonnaise. Oh, that sounds it's, awful! Oh, no. Elvis Presley's no, favorite! So. I'm telling you, I do I do. What's a, what do you like? I've heard some strange arrangements with that. <laughs> That's pretty strange. Yeah. What's, What's your favorite yeah. way? What's your favorite way, Andrew? My favorite way is probably with potato soup. Just fried with some potato soup, maybe, and uh, my me and my wife enjoy a, a good grilled cheese with uh, fried mushrooms in the oh, middle. Oh, that sounds good too. Were you both mushroomers before you got married, Andrew, or did you teach her the teach her the craft? She enjoys to go. She's not a she's not a huge mushroom hunter, but she enjoys to go with us and spend uh, time making memories. You know, yeah, it, that's what it's all about. So if you've never done it, I mean, it is really fun, and you still have about a a week here, a few days anyway, uh, just north of Bloomington on up to the top of the state, and you you it, it's just a fun way to get out and open and enjoy the fresh air and and uh, nature and and start hunting for for uh, for mushrooms. It's fun. It's yeah, super I- fun. If, if I had a shirt that I made, which might be a, a thing I might be bringing into fruitation through this web page, um, trying to get it linked up through my Facebook. But anyway, that's a whole other um, story. 
that'd probably be one thing on the list of things mushroom hunters say, well, at least I got the exercise. Exactly. So, <laughs> for any newbie out there that wants to go mushroom hunting, enjoys nature anyways, at the end of the day, just know you had fun and don't let it get discouraged and learn your trees. Learn I your can't trees. stress that more to people mm-hmm. that mushroom hunt. And you'll never get ground. you'll never get lost if you never cross a road. Wherever you come in, if you get to a point where you can cross a road, don't cross the road, and you'll never be lost in the woods. You can always find your way right. back. Andrew, do you uh, want to mention that fa- that web page yet, or you want to wait till you get it all? connected to your I've, Facebook. I've not, I've not got it to fruitation yet, but okay. it's in the works. Okay. All right. Well, I found all of these great people in Indiana at the Indiana Morel Mushroom Progression Facebook group, and uh, it's helped me a lot and helps you identify, too. Take a look at what they've got in case you've never done it before, and you can see what a morel mushroom looks like in all the different colors. Andrew McLeod, thanks for giving us some of your Sunday. We appreciate it. Hey, you guys have a wonderful day, and enjoy yourselves. Thank you. You, too. All uh-huh. right, that's great. I like I like He's talking about pro. mushrooms. He was a pro. I He's mean, a he pro. was